guys, welcome back to the seventh episode of Two Friendless Friends. So before we begin, let's have some catch-up time with our lives, okay? So what's been going on? Um, I I mentioned in the last episode how I had an upcoming interview, so I've already done that, and it went. The interview went well because I got into like the next round, which is like the trial shift round, but it didn't go well because. He gave a lot of constructive criticism and I just don't know how to take that. So then I was feeling really like bad after the interview. And to make it worse, I drove all the way home and I hate driving because it stresses me out already. But I was being trailed by like two police cars and I was like, this is not, this is not a good feeling to have. <laughs> um, and the trial shift went well. Um, was it? Do you think it was like it's something that you could see yourself doing for like hours every week though? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you a question though. So I I I did two job interviews. Okay. So I'll give you the pros and cons of each one, and let me know which job you would rather choose. Okay. So job one is much closer in location. Um, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem as like hectic or like chaotic it seems more like relaxing like you don't have to do much in a sense yes yeah um okay so that's job one job two is kind of where oh and the cons of job one is that the there isn't a lot of breaks but I think that will be fine because the job itself isn't tiring anyway like you're just sitting down all the time And also, um, cons for job one is that it's five unpaid training days and the culture there just doesn't seem very, like, inclusive. Whereas for job two, the culture seems much better, but the boss seems to be much more involved, which means that I feel like if I was to work there, I'd have to, like, monitor everything. Like, he seems like a micromanager. Um, Um, Like, do you feel like if you work there, it would be, like, a lot more stressful in terms of like meeting the boss's expectations yeah um because like they're gonna be actively watching you i kind of get that because i work two jobs right now i kind of get that with my second boss which is the one that is closer to me in terms of like location i feel like i would want a more relaxing job but i'm pretty sure job two would probably give more like a skill progression yeah um and I think I might enjoy it more like over time yeah like after I get past the stressful stage for now skill progression is quite important considering that I only do tutoring jobs because <laughs> I don't know like I'd say job two seems better in terms of like I think the biggest red flag for job one for me was um, the five unpaid training days. Yeah. Like, I feel like five is a bit excessive considering the work that you have to do, like, isn't that much. Like, it's not, like, super high skill. I guess so, but I... So, it's for a medical receptionist position. So, I guess I'd have to learn a lot of about, like, policies and, like, um 
yeah, I think it's like the, the they're a lot stricter on kind of the work health safety and like safety of patients and like privacy issues, like confidentiality. But also like Medicare things. Like I don't know. But Optum also does Medicare things. Is Optum not Medibank? No, it's Medicare. I use Medicare on Optum and oh. dentist. But dentist is paid now. Like, but um, wait, I use Medibank on, uh, at the dentist. Dentist is, uh, I can't use Medicare anymore because I'm over eighteen. Because like, so basically in Australia, the government subsidizes um some of your dental care up to one thousand dollars every year. But that only lasts until you're 18. So, like, back when I was still under that, like, I was under 18, I used Medicare and, like, I used that credit. But now I just pay for it, no Medicare. Optum oh. is still Medicare for me, I'm pretty sure. We always have to pay GAP, though. I don't know. I don't have private health insurance, so... It's like, I either use Medicare or I pay... Oh, okay, okay. Honestly, I don't know too much. But Optom is medica- covered by Medicare, I'm pretty sure, because it's uh, one of the yeah, ancestral yeah, health cause... things. Because if you can't see, what are you going to do with your life? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so what about you, though? What's going on in your life? Um, Nothing much has happened since the last time we recorded. But coming up this week is O-Week. Oh, yeah. And... Yeah, I have a friend at O-Week right now, so we're recording on the first day of O-Week. And, um, I don't know, this year just seems so scaled down. Like, part of me is like, is there a point in me even going? Yeah, for the freebies? Like, I get like, um, yeah, I want to go for the freebies, right? But then it's not going to be as worth it as it would be on other years, because it's so scaled down. So for people that go UNSW, we know that OWIC is usually on the main walkway, like that really long thing down like the middle of the uni. It's a really long walkway. It's pretty wide and they have stalls on each side. But this year because of pandemic, um, it's been scaled down to just being on a lawn. Like it's kind of like in an enclosed area. And I'm like, I don't know if... This seems to be like worth that much. You're like, we'll find out when we go tomorrow. Like, if it's not that worth it, I might not go Wednesday. Okay, I'll find some friends to drag along. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Like, not every stall is opening every day. Like, last year, I remember I went like two different days and everything was still the same. All the stalls I went to, like, were all still open. And this year, it's like so scaled down. Oh, we forgot. That we're also going to replace um, our first O-Week memories, though. Oh, you're replacing your first O-Week re- memories. I'm not. Oh, you're not? Oh, fine. Because then. I might be going with the same person again. Really? What? <laughs> That's so unfair. Why? Uh, uh, I'll, 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 talk, <laughs> I'll tell you about this later. But like, we are just talking and I was like, oh, can you go like Tuesday or Wednesday? I was like, I'll see. So, um... Okay, so to I move am on. shocked right now, and also, wh- why? I was about to move on, but you're still in shock. No, that's like, we were meant to be in this together, you know, like, sad girls. Okay, fine, maybe I'll cut this part out. 
I love how we always say we'll cut this part out, and then like I listened back after you edit it, and you left the whole thing, including the part where we were like, "Oh, maybe we should cut this out." I probably won't cut this out. No, I I don't think I could cut that part out because there wasn't a gap between those two sentences. I think it was kind of funny, like because that we left it in as well, and including the bit where you were like, where I was like, maybe we should cut this out, but. I think that was kind of funny. So, Flora, do you have a question for us this week for this episode? Oh, yeah. So, as part of the 36 questions to fall in love with, I will now pick one. Um, so, okay. Tell your partner, so me, what you like about me and be honest. Um, I, yeah. Well, like, I think... The thing I like the most about you is also the thing I hate the most about you. (laughs) It's how weirdly nice you can be to everyone. Like, um, it's not just, like, about being nice. It's, like, you're overly nice. Like, I admire that. Oh, naive? No, not even naive. You're just very nice. Like, you kind of believe in the good in people like I do as well to some extent like I've been told by some certain people in my life that I'm like I'm slightly naive in the sense that I see the good in people no matter what but um I also see the bad I just don't talk about it that much but no, you but like it's not you openly very nice and I'm just like how do you not get annoyed by these people? And I think you know, like, one particular person that I'm referring to because this particular person makes me oh. so angry. Like, just their existence makes me angry. Is it hate? <laughs> don't tell me it's hate. I don't even hate that this person. No. It's just, like, they're just very annoying to me. I think, like, it's just because cla- our personalities clash way too much. Not in, like, a will fight every time way, but, like, a very, 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 very awkward way. Wait, who is this? Is it H? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay, see, for me, though, it's, like, like, it's not that I don't see the bad in people. Because, like, when people do things that are, like... You believe in the good. No, but it's not that. It's because You believe in, like... Everything starts with good intentions. No, exactly. That's that's except for like there's like I think you think there's like a particular few like inexcusable things, but like you see most things as good. But I don't see that. I mean this, but I admire how much you believe in people being good. But do you really think that people, even though like so many people have treated you so badly, have they? I mean, like, in my perspective, I feel like... I don't don't think so. You deserve so much better than how they treated you. And then you're like, no, it's fine, it's fine. No, but that's my point, though. Maybe because I'm just an overprotective friend. Maybe because I'm just an overprotective friend. But, like, that's what... I see, like, it as a good thing and a bad thing for you because I feel like you could easily be taken advantage of. And I've spoken about this with someone else. But, like, you are the type of person that people need to protect because you would be so easily taken advantage of by strangers. Oh, I mean, for sure. But also, like, do you really believe that a lot of people, like, hurt you or, like, hurt others for, like, with the purpose of hurting? No, I don't think 
it's like with the purpose of hurting but you forgive it because you think they have good intentions but I don't forgive it even if they do have good intentions because what ended up happening was due to their lack of judgment and their lack of understanding for this person that got hurt okay yeah like but you accept it's like admirable to some extent because like yeah there's circumstances where i've gotten like way too pissed at someone like cut them out of my life when i shouldn't have because they were a genuinely good person but um when they were around certain people they weren't but you just forgive so much that it's like good and bad um hmm Honestly, there's no one that I can think about right now who I can say that I'm just, like, mad at, that I would never talk to again. Yeah, but there's so many people that I know through you that I would be mad at and not forgive if I was you. There's, like, one person I can think about, but, like, because because I believe that they actually said those things to hurt me. And, but, like, even then... But you still forgave them. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't really forgiving, but it was still nice to them. You're still so civil, and I'm like, how? And the birthday present? <laughs> okay, let's move on. You That's can answer the question now. That's actually embarrassing, though, because you you can answer the question now. We I don't think we should dive any deeper into this. Probably not. Um. Okay, for you then. Um, I I haven't thought about like that one thing, but I guess like if. I feel like you're very rational. So I feel like that's a good thing. But, like, also... I'm not that rational. No, no, no. But, like, because I think that you put... um, Like, whenever you make decisions, you think about it from, like, a... Yeah, like, a logical point of view. But, like... Oh, you've told me about this. There's, like, people I've met before who are very, like, logical people and very rational. But, um... Like, very extreme? Well... I guess so, because it it's almost as if, like, they don't consider emotions at all when they think. Um, so they lose the balance between, like, emotion and logic yeah, yeah. when they make decisions. Because while I'm on the extreme of the emotional side, right, I would like to have that balance, like, the middle part, which I think that's where you're, you're sitting at right now. And I've, like, experienced people who are on, like, the complete opposite side with, like, no... Well, I shouldn't say no, but, like, um, who are just, like, really, really, like, logical thinkers. And, like, dealing with that plus, like, my own personality, it was just, like, really hard to, like, manage sometimes. So... Because the difference was way too big in how you would approach things. Yeah, definitely. Like, for example, um, I think they would always put honesty before like before anything so it was like oh if there was something that was wrong I'm gonna be honest about it right which is good but for me I think that it's only good if it actually like does something to help you know like Mm. if it's just there to if you say it but it's just gonna like hurt that person and like nothing's going to change then like just don't say it right yeah but I don't think they thought like that so that's why now I really, like, admire people who can find the balance between those two things. I think, like, what we like about each other is what we're lacking in ourselves. I mean, honestly, isn't that why you... I feel like that's, um... That's honest. True to, like, a lot of relationships. Yeah, that's kind of, like... Yeah. Um, 
But okay, let's move on to the actual topic for today. Like what I wanted to talk about was it's a kind of a follow-up from our collab with Cursed Convos about well, we said it was going to be about upbringing, but it was really about like kind of the educational side of our upbringing. But today I want to talk more about kind of gender roles in our upbringing because I know that we both have siblings that are of the opposite gender. Right, yeah. And I just wanted to talk about like, how do you feel like there has been a gap in the genders and how your parents has raised you guys? Um, honestly, I don't really think so because I've talked to friends about it and something that like the common scenario that has been brought up when we talk about like gender roles is that um like the guys like the brothers are able to like get away with things a lot more um like going out later at night um or just doing stuff like that whereas like the girls aren't allowed to but for me it's just like that's just what I think about when you say like gender roles but obviously it goes like a, like deeper than that um and it's just because like my two older siblings are very different to me because like I don't even think they like they're like the kind of people who would rather just stay in at night anyway and not go out where like so I don't think it was to do with gender I think the way that I was brought up and like the differences in the way that I was brought up compared to my siblings wasn't to do with gender gender but it was just to do with like um personality like how and, like preferences how my siblings set the standards and how I like very much differed from that I think I think that's kind of cool because like growing up you know how like parents give you chores to do like and I've just heard that, like, in some households, it's, like, someone is assigned to this particular chore on this, like, day, and then someone else is doing something else. Um, It's just growing right. up, I never had that because my brother never had to do anything, but I had to, like, wash the dishes, um, put up the uh, washing, like, take down the laundry. And I think I was kind of, like why do I have to do this if my brother didn't have to do this? Not really like that. I think it was more like, why doesn't my brother have to do this when he should be doing it? Like, when he should be helping out around the house because he's still a part of this family. He's a, like, he's a member of this household that should be helping, yeah? Like, because you're meant to be working together to, like, kind of lo- lower the load on others. Yeah. So I was kind of like, I was always complaining to my parents, like, like, basically saying, like, why does my older brother not have to do this stuff? And my mom and dad were always like, when you are older and you get married, you're going to be the one doing the chores. You need to know this stuff, but your brother doesn't. Oh, really? Yeah, like, it was kind of like that. Um, That's what I was told yeah, when I was younger, like, it's less so now because, um, I think that's an excuse my parents made that, like, when I was younger, I accepted, but now it's just about, like, my parents didn't start that habit for my brother young enough, so, like, when he got to the rebellious age, like, um, 
he just didn't do anything. It's like past that point, my parents couldn't really force stuff on him. Right. Yeah. So does he still do stuff now? He doesn't do anything. He hasn't done anything for the 24 years of his life. But I don't really think that um, just like the way that you. How old is he now? He's 24. And yeah, I'm 19. Like, so like there's a five year gap. But even like if you're living at home, just because like you're comfortable in like the place you are now, it doesn't mean that you can't just help around, you know? Yeah, like, because, like, it's it's very clear to me that my parents are so tired on the weekends after, like, going to get groceries and stuff. Like, we might as well help out a little bit. And I'm not always free because I have uni work to do. So, like, my brother, who's only working five days a week, has his weekends free. But when I ask him to do something, he's like, I work five days a week. This is the only break I get because he doesn't really have, like, actual holidays. So, like, um, he's kind of always complaining about that. But I'm like, think about our parents. They have to be our parents 365 days a year. They have no break. They can't really get out of this no matter how old we get. Like, because there's that saying, like, it's like once they're past 18, you don't have to worry about them. But that's not actually true. Like, if you're, once you become a parent, you're a parent for a lifetime. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like he's grown into that stereotype that my parents, like, kind of had before for, like, men don't have to do anything. Women are the ones doing the housework. Because I noticed this a lot when I was in Vietnam. When, like, I saw my uncles, like, there was a weird balance because... I was living with one of my uncles, right? They had two sons. So basically, my uncle worked most days of the week. Like, practically seven days a week. But he gets, he can take, like, random breaks now and then. And, like, because we, were, we went back... Because he works for my other uncle. So, like, um... So when we went back, he, he had a lot more, like, chill time. And he could take time off to, like, go out with us. But I, what I noticed was, like, in that household, my aunt was the one doing all the cooking, all the cleaning, all the laundry, everything. The sons went to work, came back, had food on the table ready for them. Like, I found that very weird. Oh, that they didn't really help at all? Like, there was a weird dynamic of the wife stays home, does all the cooking, does everything, and the men go out, get do work, and come back with money for the wife to spend on, like, more cooking and everything. So I guess that's really, like, traditional then. Yeah, it's so traditional, and I kind of noticed this more when I was living with that uncle, because, like, I don't know, like, it's just a weird dynamic to me, at least, because, like, I've grown up as such a, like, oh, everyone's equal. Everyone has to, like, put equal inputs because in a household where both parents are working, it's like they both are very tired when they get home and they still have to look after us. They have to split the workload. So, like, neither one is, like, too tired. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It, It just felt weird to me to see that kind of dynamic. And, like, also with the sons, they didn't really know how to do stuff because like 
their mom like provided everything like there wasn't a single day in their lives where they had to do the dishes or like cook food for themselves oh okay right and i'm like "Ah, i don't know to be honest i don't know how to cook i have tried okay i've definitely tried but it's just it just doesn't work out for me i just don't understand why like the the only thing i can do well is eggs <laughs> i mean like Scrambled at least you eggs. can like okay. you do other like chores to help out yeah um oh I, I was gonna vacuum the house today actually <laughs> but then yeah, I just... but, like it's like you do have like some input but like these two boys like they're like the nicest cousins i have yeah like I, can't, I have to give them that. They're, like, super nice. But it's just that environment in, like, I think more Asian countries where you see kind of the gender dynamic more. Yeah. Um, It's weird, though, because in my... I think that our family is, like, quite different like that because a lot of the gender roles have been reversed um, such that, like, my dad probably does more... Ch- like he does all the cleaning and stuff right Mm. um and i think my mom also does more of like the work as in what is it called like the earning money part oh yeah um so there's that but like in terms of like just uh like working on like the cars or like the like mowing the lawn like that's all stuff that my dad does um to be honest though I feel like our family we don't actually do too much I don't think any of us have actually cleaned the toilets before so you like you're saying that your family is like a lot more low maintenance in the sense that you guys aren't as finicky about well i guess it's it's also because like there's four of us yeah so maybe it also is like i mean hmm, it's not split evenly though the workload definitely because i'm pretty sure like right now my brother moved out so my sister does most of it um and my younger brother does nothing because I always tell him to, and then he just doesn't listen to me. Mm. Um, but then, I don't know, like, like cleaning the dishes, my dad does that. But, like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that we have, like, a very distinguishable difference in, like, the way that we were raised because of gender, though. I just kind of see it more because, like, I noticed that a lot of my friends... Their families were very, like, evenly split with chores. Because I was friends with twins and, like, I was friends with, like... I knew people's siblings and stuff. And I'm, like... I just felt, like, for me, it it felt very weird that my brother wasn't doing anything. He still doesn't. And I, I it's, like, so hard to force him. Like, for example, yesterday my dad was going to mow the lawn. So I was, like... I was telling my brother, mate, you should go out and help. Because, like dad is very tired from work and everything throughout the week and you're just sitting here playing games you might as well help out and then my brother went out and I was like wow Alan is finally gonna go help out 
he went out and he just got out the solder the table and started soldering his um I think earphone cable or something and he wasn't actually going out to mow the lawn instead he had to get my parents to help him like set up stuff wait he got he's <laughs> I don't he know sold his like earphones no soldering you like oh, unit thingy soldering as in like the, the the metal things like your yes you have that at home is that a normal thing to have at home my brother bought a kit, so yes. Oh, and okay. we have a lot of like tools and equipment in our in our garage as well. Like, we have a slightly more than average number of tools in our garage. So yeah. Oh, don't you, doesn't it have to be like really really hot though? Like you need that um that torch. I don't know. Uh, we had a rings class at school where we had to like make rings out of um like literally like a like a pla- uh not plastic like a metal sheet and we had mm. to like bend it together it was actually really cool and fun i feel like that would be very fun but i never got to do that so i think that's like one of the really good things about my high school though we had a lot of opportunity to do things that you would never really get the chance to like mm. for example making rings um like it's not like equipment that you just come across and the 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 wet darkroom photography i love that class so much i think you've talked about it a few times on the podcast i know but it's it's so cool though yeah darkroom is so fun yeah because like if you if you compare your education to like people who live in rural areas they won't ever get the chance to like do stuff like this like even if they do it's a very scaled down version because they just don't have the amount of equipment and like i think because like i think with funding it's like it depends on the demand and there's just less demand in rural areas yeah i guess so it's true but i mean i guess that's why like unis um have like the the bonus points for people who live in rural areas but also like they count like um Juro as a rural area which is it kind of is no but like i mean like blacktown is counted as the uh, like the edge towards like getting to rural really um in terms of placements yes for some stuff um isn't like western sydney also rural like the very west yeah oh okay i think it is considered to be rural well like moving back to our topic oh okay okay sure (laughs) let's not deviate too much well like have you ever had the like your parents talk to you about and like gender roles in marriage because like i think it, this has come up a lot more recently, maybe because, like, I'm getting older. And it's, like, my parent, my mom keeps telling me, like, um, like, whenever, like, I or, like, do something not feminine weird. enough? It's, like, yeah, or, like, I'm, it's, like, just when I'm being weird or, like, I'm always, like, I don't know. Um, it's just like 
Yeah. I think, well, like, to translate what I just said, it's like, if you're like this, how is someone going to want to marry you? But it's more said towards me than my brother. And when they talk about, like, marriage, like, randomly to my brother, it's more about, like, him finding someone to look after him. And when they talk about it to me, it's more about me finding someone that will accept me and, like, I have to look after them. So, like, I find that very weird. I think, like, part of it is just how things are worded in Cantonese in general. Like, how I said last week, um, women are, like, referred to as, like, ga chut ho and, like, men have, like, like there's just I don't those think people remember what that means so like for women it's like you marry out of your house so like you leave your family and you marry into your husband's like family but like for men it's like you bring someone into your family when you're marrying someone so like i feel like it's just, it's rooted even within the language itself that we use. Honestly, this this episode has made me really, like, um, it's made me realize a lot that I didn't really, like, think about before. Because when you were talking about, like, marriage and stuff, like, both my parents aren't, I guess they're not, like, traditional, but they're a bit strict. Well, actually, okay. The only thing I can say that they're strict about is, like, just going out and mm. stuff, right? But that's more but, about safety. Yeah. Um, but in terms of, like, our future and, like, the things that we want to pursue, they're very, like, flexible on that. Because you'll find, like, a lot of Asian parents are not, not just Asian, but just, like, I guess, like, immigrant parents are very concerned about like academics where like my parents aren't as much um and Mm. like what we want to do in the future like job wise like my sister is doing a music degree I just don't know what to do with a music degree and you're kind of just floating around but I think you're deciding on marketing Oh, no, I've always wanted to do marketing since like year 11 or something but you have like some extra things that are floating around as well do I? Like, psych. Like, you're, you're, you have, like, I don't know for you. I feel like you have, like, you're kind of set, but you have, like, little things floating around for, like, stuff you want to learn as well. Not really, like, career-wise. Oh, but- I mean, like, there are so many things I want to learn. Like, I would genuinely, if I had the time and money, I would just find myself a private tutor to teach me, like, chem, HSC <laughs> chem, or, like, for you maths, or... Something that would be a lot more useful, which is, like, Chinese lessons. Because, oh, yeah, I didn't mention this before, but um, I don't know if it's safe to mention it here. Probably is, because no one actually, like... I don't think anyone's going to listen to... Um, do you reckon people listen up to here? Yeah, uh, uh, like, the ones that do are probably actually following the podcast, but everyone else would probably have trailed off. Right, okay. Because... Uh, like, during the job interview, I might have overstated how well I can speak Mandarin. Ah. Oh. So, I'm so scared about that. Um, what was I saying, though? 
Oh, yeah. So there's like a lot of random things that I want to learn, but I probably won't. But I'm pretty set on like what I want to study, which is just doing marketing and psych. Like I know that it's not the best two combinations because majoring in psych, like psychology, isn't going to be useful. Like you're not going to become a psychiatrist and like you're not going to have a career based solely on that degree yeah yeah exactly because um if i wanted to work in like psychology i would actually have to go further with that degree which i don't want to do um but yeah so like in terms of that my parents aren't very strict about like what to do like what what um like things we study um and also i think because my younger brother just grew up with like my sister and I he's very like I think he's very femme sometimes Mm. like he would just for real just like put on a skirt not like to wear out but just around like the house and he has this like blanket that he pretends to wear as a dress I mean he's what he's um 14 now turning 15 soon I feel like that's kind of normal at that age is it yeah I don't know I would I think, like, for some people, it would be normal at that age. Right. I mean, sometimes my dad is like, why are you like this? <laughs> right? But, like, a lot of times, no one actually cares what he does. I mean, my brother's, like, a 24-year-old. The other day, we had this round table that we, like, folded up and put to the side. And he just, like, held onto the edge and was like, I'm a bus driver. He's 24. And he does that. Okay, like, my parents were also like, why are you like this? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess, like, everyone's a bit, you know, weird at home. Yeah, but I feel like in terms of academics, my parents have always been, like, they have pushed us towards a bit more, like, traditional, like, careers that would earn us enough money for us to, like, be comfortable. But also, like, they're like, do whatever you want. It's like they say do whatever you want, but there's that kind of pressure to like stick within the this like little range and whatever we want in that range. If you get what I mean, like it's like whatever you want, but within the acceptable range. Oh, okay. So like there has been like some level of gender roles involved in terms of like, okay, let's track back. I do computer science and commerce, right? So when HSE offer rounds came out, so December round, I got into commerce, computer science at UNSW. But then I I was in Vietnam for like the whole of January, like I was traveling. And that's when another offer came out for dentistry, right? Because that's when that course did their offerings. Like it was like mid to second half of January. Is that also when... Is that all the UCAT-related things? I think, like, that's um, most of the UCAT-related offers. Oh, okay. Because they okay. all have an interview process. Or even if they don't, they just push it to then. But basically, like, my cousin... I was, like, kind of debating between the two. Right? Like, we know which one I chose now. But, like, it was, like, I had that... I think it was, like, one week that I was given to respond to the offer. And if I didn't respond, I would just forfeit it. So, basically, I was kind of, like, 
because I did, I do still have some like sort of interest in dentistry. I kind of wanted to accept it, right? But then I did feel like, in terms of career, computer science would be more satisfying in terms of like there's just a continuous like kind of learning journey because tech is always changing, and it's also like. But so is health industry, right? To be honest, it is not as much as tech. Dying industry in terms of like, there's just way too many people coming out to be dentists than like there is the need for dentists. Like in comparison to med, like obviously you kind of see the difference, but like so many people are still going into dentistry, right? And it's like it's just not that easy to get like ahead as a dentist and like in terms of career progression. Than there is for someone in tech, but isn't there like you can specialize? But like the the amount of specializing in dentistry is so limited. Oh, okay. Because it's not like humans. You're gonna discover that humans have a third set of teeth, and then you like start researching that. Like it, the amount of like new discoveries is limited in dentistry than it like more limited in dentistry than it is in tech. So I was kind of leaning more towards tech because I was like, this seems so interesting to me compared to learning about teeth. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And like, also like, there's a point in like the difference in the job because like in, as a dentist, I feel like 80% of your appointments are just going to be like the regular cleaning. Checkups checkups and stuff but in tech it's like you're gonna be dealing with different kinds of things so I was kind of like yeah if I move jobs in tech I could go into a completely new field but if I move jobs in dentistry I would generally be doing like around the same thing but my cousins like so I was talking to my cousins about what I should do but one of my cousins was like but not many girls are in computer science and I was like why does that matter and he's like it's harder for girls to get a job. It's like, it's harder for girls to be respected in this degree. And I was like, does that matter? Like, I'm going to prove myself with my skills, not my gender. But like, I think he kept to that point of like, there just aren't many girls in this degree. And he expressed that as a concern towards my parents. He was like, he was like, to, so like my parents yeah, were like, but- aunt and uncle. And they're like, he was kind of like, there aren't many girls. And but do you think your cousin was, do you think your cousin was saying that to be like, oh, by the way, it's just going to be harder for you in this industry or like you shouldn't do it was this? Like, he was leaning towards dentistry because like to convincing me to do dentistry because like there aren't many girls in the tech industry and like he thinks that like I shouldn't join it because I just think in Asian culture, anything that results in you being called doctor is more prestigious than anything else, even though something else could make you oh, more yeah. There's that kind of um, factor of the title that you get after you complete the degree. So, like, I just really felt that, like, yeah, these people are good people. I vibe with them so much, but they have these opinions that I don't agree with. There's another interesting one. 
Flora, would you ever ask your boyfriend to help you buy pads if you were on your period and you ran out of pads? Yes. That's normal, right? Yes, I think so. Because it's just an essential item in, in your life. It's not anything special. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so if we're talking about pads, though, yeah. Like, I remember at school, um, you know, like, when you'd ask your friends, like, oh, do you have a pad or something? And they'd, like, take it out. But then they'd be very, like, suspicious. Like, not suspicious, but, like, secretive about it. Like, oh, hide it. Like, people are going to see. Yeah. I had, like, hated that. Because, like, every single time that that happened, I was like, why do you have to hide it? It's a pad. Like, people have periods it's a known thing like Like, i just don't think that it's embarrassing when i was in a because i started off high school in an all-girls school i would just carry my pad out like anyway like it didn't matter but when i moved to co-ed i did feel the pressure to like put it in my pocket and then go to the toilet and like i think there was that level of pressure but i like still complained to my guy friends when i had my period i was like these cramps suck so much and like oh like i i would put it in my pocket but also like i didn't feel the need to like quickly stuff it in my pocket like if someone saw then like they saw but like i don't think that that was a problem if they knew that i was on my period or something um yeah there was no problem with that for me either I think because maybe because I started off at a, at a girl's school where we all just started complaining about our periods that I kind of brought that with me wherever I went afterwards. No, I think that's normal. Just talking about it with um, like even with like guys, it's honestly though, if a guy finds it weird that you're talking about it, then like I think that's fucked. The, the guy is the problem then. Excuse my swearing, but it's like. Because it's something that happens naturally. It's part of your body. Like, you didn't... It's not like I'm going to turn on a tap that makes me bleed in my... and Every month. And then I turn it off after a week. It's not like something we choose to do. It's something that happens in our nature. Yeah, yeah. But then again, like... I guess, like, what is the difference then between, like, someone going to, like, explicit detail about, like, their sex life versus, like talking about your period because you know i feel like talking about your period is so much more acceptable for me no it is like Like, definitely in terms of like the level of like oh how uncomfortable i would get like talking about my period i'm so comfortable about that i don't care like it's natural it happens to me the fact that i do or i don't get my period that's that's something that should be normal but i feel like a lot of people don't find it normal because I'll tell you this story. Do people really get uncomfortable talking about it, though? Because I don't think I've been in, like, a situation. Uh, I, I feel like some, peop- some people do. Some people do. And I think I, I respect that because cause periods for, like, certain people are worse. Like, they're not as comfortable talking about it. And that's fine. But, like, I don't think a guy has the right to say that girls shouldn't oh, talk yeah. about their periods. If you ever meet a guy like that, just just you, you should just leave them. <laughs> no, it's like bye bye. I don't care about you. I yeah. don't get out of my life. Like the moment they, but basically, um, I have a lot of cousins. So when I say cousins, it generally refers to different people. <laughs> but okay, I have this other cousin um, who works in Macau. Like I have a few, but this one's a girl. Yeah, she lives with her boyfriend and uh, her sister, because. 
rent is so expensive they split rents to so that they save more money they can spend more send more money back to vietnam right yeah so basically um it's funny in that household because the gender roles are so reversed although they grew up in a very like gender role defined society like because asia's more like that the boyfriend is the one that cooks and cleans because the girls can't cook at all and um he buys all the groceries he's and he's actually interested in cooking itself like i remember my mom talking to him and he's like also oh, how do you make this like this certain thing tastes better or like how do you get this thing just right and my mom was like so happy because she had someone to talk about with like things that she liked but um an interesting point was brought up that once when the girl was on their period my cousin was on her period yeah she ran out of pads so she asked the guy was going to get groceries anyway so she asked him to buy it for her and apparently, like, after that time, he just kept making sure that they had enough at home. Oh, that's so good, though. That's so good. Like, it's like he would just buy it when he's out to get groceries as well. And then that point was brought up in a different conversation when I went back to Vietnam, like, because I went to Macau first. And then, like, um, basically, my aunts were all like, no, that's not right. Like, a guy shouldn't buy that kind of really? stuff. Because that's, like, what? a girl's responsibility. And then, like... These are people that I really respect. And I, I was so shocked to hear that. And one of my cousins was like... And then I was I was so angry. And I was like, no, that's normal. Like, girls need to use this. There's nothing wrong with us You needing it. So why should a guy not buy it when we need it? Like, am I gonna, like, not have a pad? And then when I'm on my period and I walk out to the grocery store just to get a pad? No, like, if I had it, someone else... Like, guy or girl, I'll just ask them to pick one up on their way home. Yeah, exactly. Like, so I was kind of like, this is normal. And then, like, I would... And then, like, this one other cousin of mine was like, this dude, this girl should just marry this dude straight away. Like, because he looks after them so well. And, like... I think our standards are so low, though. Yeah, the standards are very low in terms of, like, oh this guy's willing to lock up, look after this girl, yeah, exactly. then, like, they should get married. I wonder what guy standards for girls But are. he is a very good guy from, like, the impression that I got from him while, like, yeah. we went out. But I just feel like... And then I brought this up to my mom another time, and she was... I was like, but what... I was like to my mom, but what's wrong with asking a guy to buy a pad for me, like, if I needed it? And then, like, she was like... Would you ask your dad to buy a pad for you? And I was like, well, if I needed it and we ran out, I would. Right? Like, it's just like, generally, I wouldn't because he doesn't know the type that I want. Wait, that's weird then to bring, like, your dad in because, like, like the dad's role is to, like, like, you shouldn't feel weird about asking your dad for things. Yeah. So, like, I was like... So, and then it's like, would you ask your brother? I was like, if I needed it, I would. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. And, like, my mom always made a point of, like, you know when you throw your pads in the bin? And, like, my mom would always make a point of, like, don't put it on top. It's not meant to be seen by the guys. And I was like, I don't know. I feel like it's just that she was brought up in that kind of environment. She tells me to do that, but... I don't know if 
these standards. I mean, it shouldn't be standards, honestly. Are normal. Like, because this is just what I have, like... Yeah. ...been growing up with. I don't think it should be normal. Like, there's nothing wrong with me being on my period. There's nothing me wrong with me needing to line my underwear because I'm scared I'll get my period while I'm at work and leak. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know. I, I feel like people find that this topic is so, like, sensitive. And I don't think it should be, honestly. It's, like, a... Like, I guess it's it really depends how you approach it. Like, if you... Again, like, if I'm comparing, like, sex to periods, if you go into, like, explicit detail about what you did, that would make people uncomfortable. Same as, like, a period. If you talk about, like, how much blood came out, that might be... Or, or like, it, it, you know, if you talk about your flow, that's not weird. But if it, it's just about, like, the wording, I guess. Yeah, it's how you put it, I think. And it's also, like, I think there's a point now, like, for guys that are uncomfortable, like, I think girls should, like, warm them up to the idea. Because, like, because our society has, like, kind of led us down this path of girls need to, like, be quiet about their periods. Guys don't need to deal with a girl on their period. Like, they don't have to deal with the actual period part. I think, like, rather than dumping this on guys, like, we should warm them up to it, in a sense. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's... I just don't get why guys shouldn't buy pads for a girl. Like, yeah, there's a point of, like, them not knowing which ones, but, like, it's as easy as when you're going grocery shopping with them one day. Just point out which ones you prefer, which ones you use, or, like, you probably have them at home, point them out to the guy, and they will know how to buy it next time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because... I I don't think it would be weird if I asked someone like a guy to buy it for me but also like I just thinking about like it I probably wouldn't not because it's uncomfortable but I have never run into a situation where I've actually needed pads because my flow is so light that I haven't run into that situation because like my flow is so heavy that I always pack extra oh i pack extra but because it's so light i never actually use it i think i don't know if i told you this story during on this podcast but like about the time i got my period while i was meant to go on a trip and my pads were like packed away somewhere else and like one of my guy cousins had to bring pads for me that was so normal for me i was like oh that's chill i just asked him for pads that's fine like yeah nothing wrong with that but like Okay, I think I've, like, gone on about this for a bit too long. But, yeah, I just feel like it needs to be normalised. I have a whole list of things that needs to be normalised. Have I showed you it before? Uh, I think you have, but you might have made changes to it. I haven't. Uh, I think we should also be wrapping up, except I have one more thing I want to say. Um, It's about having kids. Kids? Yeah. So, like, there's that expectation for women to have kids, yeah? Yeah. And, like, it's, like, get married, have kids, the woman stays at home to look after the kid. Yeah, yeah. And I just found that very, like... Weird? Not... I don't think it's weird. It Like, but there's a problem with me thinking that it's not weird. 
Oh, okay. Because it should be, like, both parents' responsibility. Although the woman is the one that has to carry the baby, the man also has an equal responsibility for this child. Yeah, yeah. But I think, like, a lot of families now, it's, it like, they would take into consideration, like, how much they earn, not just, like, gender, right? And it's, I think it's also, like, who is the better person to play that role but there is still an a level of like both parents are looking after yeah. the kids. I mean together. I don't think there should be like a better parent like I don't think it should be like like there is that sit down know. talk there shouldn't be like a gender that looks after the baby and the other do- the guy like goes out and fi- works because basically I will I watch um this couple that are on YouTube they don't really make like couple content But it's, like, Johnny Harris and Iz Harris. And basically, they had this one sit-down talk about, like, they have two kids and how they kind of manage to bring, like, look after them together. And it was, like, this dynamic of she was getting very tired and, like, Johnny realised that and kind of, like, they worked together through it. And, like, it's, like, after that nine months of the baby in the womb, like, yeah, at that point, it's still, like, kind of the mother's responsibility because the baby is physically yeah inside the mother but like afterwards it's like they share an equal responsibility and I just found that like I was like why did I not think of it like this before like I think there's a problem with that kind of thing not being normal (laughs) like for me at least like I didn't think of that at first oh like sharing responsibilities I think, like, I thought sharing responsibilities was normal, but I didn't think of the 50-50 split. Both have an equal responsibility. Maybe because I was brought up like that. To be honest, firstly, you're still young. Like, the the thought of, like, even having kids or, like, taking or or going into um, the thought of, like, how to take care of a kid probably hasn't crossed your mind too much. So that's fine. But also, like... Even if it has, it's probably just you just putting yourself in that scenario because you didn't... And it's also, like, parents talking about it as well. Like, like you didn't have a guy to picture to place into that scenario too. Yeah. It's weird because I'm 19. My mom was 21 when she had my brother. Yeah, but things changed during, like, generations. Yeah, though. things have changed so much, but it's still kind of weird to me that, like... Like, when if my mum was in my position right now, in two years, she would have had my brother. Oh, right. It's so weird to think about it in that sense. And one of my cousins had her first kid when she was, like, 23. So, like, that's me right now, plus four years. Yeah, yeah. So, I just find that very it is weird, weird to think about. Definitely. Especially in, like, the society we grew up in. Like, uni people finish uni around, like, 22, 23. yeah. Depending on the length of the degree. Yeah. And then they I mean, start it's working. It's because, like, they want to stay in the workforce longer. Like, the women. Yeah. There's, I also have... Okay, this will be for another episode, but, like, I also have so many issues with the women's role in the workforce as well. Oh. Wait a second. Do you remember last week when you when we did the Q&A and then um, Jamie asked, like, clues for future episodes? Was it this one? That you had in mind? Um, 
when I said gender, I was thinking of the women in the workforce episode that will be coming up. Wow, hints. Uh, okay. Yes. But, you know, this one's also to do with gender. I just... I have so many questions about gender. Just, like, society's issues. Like, in terms of what I've realised and how I grew up and, like, what my parents grew up like and how that shaped, like, my initial thoughts about gender and, like, versus now that I'm, like slightly a part of society slightly a part and like i'm kind of like i'm not fully in society yet i feel like i'm still growing up like i'm not an i don't feel like an adult yet although i'm 19 all right okay and like i just feel like i'm starting to feel like a difference between what my parents told me and what i feel now partially because like the time that they grew up in but also because I'm starting to form my own opinions about my gender. But you also have to consider that we live in Australia. You know, like that's that has mm. a very different lifestyle and like um, social norms compared to Vietnam. Yeah, I just see the very different dynamic between me and my cousins in Vietnam yeah, as exactly. well. So like, it's very interesting. I have many weird, random thoughts about it, which I'll share in another episode. I'll put it in a diary. <laughs> I'll, I'll share these in another episode. This podcast is basically my diary, honestly. It actually is, though. It's good. But also, yeah. so I still need a proper diary to write down thoughts because over, over in, in the next few... Well, in the month or so, I think... Kelly, you, you're planning something for my birthday and I don't know what it is. So that means... And I can't talk to anyone. <laughs> you, you're too scared to tell it me. It seems like everyone is in on this plan. Except, no, it's not actually everyone in on this plan. There's literally like, okay, there was a recent addition. Wait, don't say it because I don't like... I like surprises. There was a recent addition, but not everyone is in on this, okay? I think you know, oh. like... I think you have an idea of who is actually in on this. Yeah, I know, but, like, why does everyone keep bringing out my birthday and buying <laughs> things? I just want to talk about things that I want without it seeming like I want you to buy it for me. No, you don't. I you just, know? I think it's just, like, I want clues for what you want, although I already bought your present. Oh, okay, okay. It's like, okay, whatever you say won't actually change what I buy for you because it's already in my room, sitting in my cupboard. I think that's so cute, though, that you have, like, this whole birthday thing planned. Like, I just think it's, like, a really thoughtful present. Like, even if, like, the present is very small, I just, like... It's not small. I like that you put a lot of thought into it. Oh, it's physically small. Oh, okay. Okay, um, someone that's listening to this podcast might kill me for uh, spoiling surprises, so I will not say that. And that person also said that they enjoy the podcast, which I found weird, except he also said... It's a um, he? Oh my gosh, is it Sam? Sam really likes it. Okay, don't tell me. He also said that he didn't really appreciate some of our, like, long random talks about, like, the most obscure things. Like, they weren't interesting to him, but it was funny to us. Oh, like ice? (laughs) (laughs) Ice? I love our ice conversation. But yeah, we have some random conversations on here. Okay, so with that, I think... Wait, now I'm so confused, because, like, who said that? I mean, it's probably Sam, though. But then, okay. like, there's a very small chance that it could be David, but I don't think that you talked to David. Okay, you can continue thinking while I wrap up this episode. So I think with that note from Flora, we're going to end this episode. Okay. 
Uh, thank you for listening. And um, just make sure to check out our podcast um, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and yeah. what was the last one? YouTube. And make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Follow on every single other platform. And also... Yeah, just keep updated with us. Rate, rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts because no one has done that yet. <laughs> and um, follow us on Instagram to keep up with updates. I think I have a, been a bit eh with posting because I accidentally forgot to post on Sunday. Because I was driving. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What was I doing on Sunday? Yeah. Oh, I had, you had your thingy. interview here. So I think with that, thank you for listening to Thanks, this everyone. episode. If you made it through, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Please be my friend. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.